Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, April 4th, episode 94, Flag on the Play. We're back Sunday afternoon today. It's nice. It's National Tell-A-Lie Day. So if you have any lies oh, you want to get off your mind right away, just get out in front of the ball. Owen, do you you seem like you're chomping at the bit. I mean, I, I like to lie more than just today, but nothing in particular. Mm, a little pathological. I did to follow up on last episode or two episodes ago, I did some on-the-ground reporting. I went to a concert last night. How was that? I thought this- viewers should know it was good i'm gonna wait you know six months to a year to figure out if you know my life has changed but i'm keeping tabs on it good good just you know make sure to keep monthly receipts of what's going on in your life and then you can match the timeline up later yeah yeah and that actually wasn't a lie either so okay nice no no lies no lies told on tell a lie day okay all right alex what's up uh devin booker's mvp um, yeah, that's so, a good one. I'm foreshadowing uh, what I'll get into later in the pod, but glad to be back in the studio. Sounded horribly on the last episode. I don't know what it was. You? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I didn't sound too good. So, had to make an appearance in studio today, bring that quality to the fans. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Let's go quality. I think it might have had to do with the way you were sitting on the last that show. That could have been. Yeah. You pointed that out. I had a very nice, yeah. like, You could see Alex's legs position. rising up to, you know, the desk beside him. <laughs> so he was rocking the lounge mode. Um, Adam, lastly, what's up? How you doing? Pretty good. Owen, who was the concert? I'm curious. Um, I don't know if any of you guys would be a fan, but there may be a couple of viewers that are aware, but his name is Home Shake. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not like underground or anything, but he's a little bit more niche, maybe. I, I think he might be underground a little bit. Home, <laughs> home Jake. I never heard of the guy. But hey, it was I'm, sick. It was sick. I'll put okay. you on, Phil, after. Yeah. Okay, okay. Send me some links. Yeah. I like that. I will. I will. I think first, we've got the national championship game this evening from when you're most likely hearing this. It's Kansas. It's UNC, obviously. Before we talk about that, the game yesterday for us on Saturday night, UNC against Duke. UNC obviously gets the win. Caleb Love was pretty spectacular. He's been making himself millions by the game, it seems like. But Coach Mike, his career comes to an end. And I was driving around after the game, and they were saying on the radio, that's like an all-time bragging rights. We beat him in his last game at Cameron Indoor. Mm -hmm. We beat him to knock him out in his final game ever. And the only tournament victory for UNC against Duke is... And they gave him his first ever loss as coach of of Duke. Yeah, so I've heard, yeah. Uh That's the way it seems, yeah. Um, Coach Mike, I think, to be honest, we were so worried, like, oh, he's going to go all the way once he hits Sweet 16, Elite 8. But losing like that is so much more satisfying than losing to, like, Arkansas or something. Mm -hmm. So, all in all, Coach K, his career was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, imagine losing your last game. Owen, I'm yeah. sure you were delighted over there. Yeah, it is a bit embarrassing to lose your last game to a rookie coach. Um, so I'm not going to give him too much credit, uh, especially because, I mean, he had a really talented team. But I, I would give a lot of flowers to UNC. I was really happy with the way they played. And Caleb Love is a beast. Like, he might work his way into being a lottery pick. I was thinking trade. that too because I looked him up in mid-game because I was like, this guy has to be already considered that way. But he was like 
like late first, early second. I was like, oh, that's got to go way up. Yeah, and I got to give a shout out to my boy Armando Baycott because mm. they put this guy in like the tightest uniform ever, and he <laughs> is like, I was like, how is this guy such a good rebounder? Because he had twenty one boards. And then in the second half, I don't know who was manning the cameras, but they kept panning to his like to his butt, and <laughs> like I could I figured it out real quick why he's such a good rebounder. You got because the power. I can just imagine getting hit by that. You're oh. not you're not touched in the ball. Like it's <laughs> impressive. He's got the power box outs. You know that from YMCA. Yeah. If you get boxed out by the dude with the glutes, it'll it'll sting you, dude. If it hits you on the yeah. bone, like on the thigh, ooh. That's a tough one. Yeah. So you got to be watching out. Baycott on the glass. I think that game was so good that, like, I was glowing after that game because it was the result you were looking for. The game was amazing. There was twists and turns. What was it, like, 18 lead changes yeah. or something? And most importantly, I mean, Coach Mike and Twitter was just on fire. Like, you can just go on there, you feel happy for a bit, you see all the jokes. I, that was a very memorable sporting event. I'll yeah. say that much. I was happy we didn't have to live through another Coach K-Dub and him getting to the finals. That would have been bad. <clears throat> um, tough to see. And I agree with you, mediocre career at best. Yeah, um, like it was okay. Like Pretty it was good. okay. Like didn't win with Zion, didn't win with like Jason Tatum, Jabari Parker, uh, maybe the greatest college basketball Brandon player. Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was an okay career. And then going out this way <laughs> is tough, like you said, to a rookie coach and getting smacked by UNC. Um, but, you know, I kind of thought, you know, UNC might have it this whole tournament. Like when they beat Baylor, Me I was too. like, okay, these guys, these guys could be, could be legit. And uh, they have so many great players, um, Manic and Baycott and Love and, and Black. Like Caleb Love hitting like an unbelievable shot, like, they didn't need a three when he hit that. Like they didn't, they, a two would have been fine, but he just <laughs> pulls up from the screen and just drains a three. I was, I was like, holy crap. So whichever, tra- I'm, I hope someone drafts, uh, well, that he'll get drafted, but you know, oh, I'm sure he's going to be, team. you want to go a good team. Lottery. Yeah. Good team. Mm-hmm. Lottery, lottery. Uh-huh. Yes. Maybe the, maybe the Lakers. So oh, no, no, yeah, <laughs> no first round picks. Oh, and where does that rank for you in terms of like, college basketball you've seen you still got villanova and uh unc over that from 16 yeah i i think i'll have villanova unc for the memorability factor um i know you didn't see that one so yeah you know can't really put that in there for you the one i missed but this might be two or three i think especially given the context like i loved seeing coach k lose i loved it was so duke of them to not shake hands at the end too it's just like you know, I thought it was it was really good to see them lose, and I was really pleased. And it was just an exciting game. Like it was, they trade they were trading threes at the end there. Uh, Bake got fouled out, and they managed to figure it out. So I liked it a lot. I thought it was probably top two or three I've ever seen. Yeah, like Gonzaga UCLA was really good last year too. But I felt like this one was better because it's like at there was many different points where I was like, oh, okay, Duke's gonna win. Like when the, the guy yeah. I don't know Williams with the braids or the you know who I'm talking about. He hit the three with like right before uh-huh. UNC took the lead back for good. And it was like, okay, yeah. minute to go, Duke ahead. Like, we're screwed. But yeah. I did love Coach K's interviews after the game. Hitting the, it's not about me. And then the most important one was when the guy said, thank you for all you've done for the game of basketball. And he answered, you're welcome. That was, just, oh, that was great. God. <laughs> Fantastic stuff from Coach Mike. Do you guys think he's chewing his wife out? Because she did do an Arthur Blank. Yeah. Coming down with, you know, a minute 30 left in the game. And I think Duke was up at that point by, like, one or two points. She's like, we got in the bag. Yeah, like, I'm coming down for the celly. Yeah, I'm coming down for the celly. Like, we're winning this. So, tough look. 
Maybe. Maybe he's really pissed about that. Yeah. yeah. You never know. <laughs> um, uh, Kansas against uh, Villanova. Respect to Villanova because they fought back pretty hard in that game. Like it, it could have been blowout or could have been a blowout at pretty much any point because Kansas was dominating. They'd never trailed the entire game. But Villanova sort of always kept to cut the margin to seven and then Kansas just takes it back. Sort of similar to when Villanova beat Kansas a few years ago, just led front to back. I think into the national championship game, like I would probably take Kansas because that UNC game is such an emotional high. You got to come down from that and then play again in two days and Baycott on his ankle and Kansas is favored by four. I'm going to pick Kansas. Owen, what are you leaning towards? Yeah, I'm taking UNC. I I think I really do think they're the best team uh, in this tournament. Um, And I like the experience. I mean, Brady Manick is a fifth year senior and he plays really well. Uh, Baycott, I, you, you write about the ankle as a bit of uh, cause for concern, but I think he'll be back and productive enough to play. And then, I mean, Caleb Love is just like he in the second half of games can just flip to a, another gear that I don't think anybody on Kansas can uh, can deal with. So I, I like UNC to win this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, credit to Kansas. They did really well against Villanova. And I thought, you know, Villanova, we talked about them. They were a really experienced team. Um, you know, and, and they did well. Ogbaji was unreal. He was six yeah. for six, obviously, um, from three at one point in the game. So Kansas is going to be tough, but I'm going to have to lean with you and see, like I've said, I've liked them this whole, this whole tournament. Um, the Baylor win was huge. Duke win was huge. I don't think this is going to be, you know, too big for them either. Um, and, and they've got the experienced guys and they've got, um, you know, they're, co- they're, they're confident, right? They've beaten a lot of great teams. So I'm going to lean UNC here. Yeah, it's going to be a good national championship game. I think it just all sort of set up so well. And anybody who spent, we were making fun of the people like, oh, like $2,000 a ticket, whatever it ended up being total, like that's probably worth it, to be honest. <laughs> if you've got that kind of disposable income and you get a game that good, it'll surely be a good national game too. Adam, you know, one of the great college basketball games ever, UNC Duke, and uh, is the game on at your house? No, no, I couldn't make it. But you have a take about the end of basketball games you want to get off. Yeah, I mean, I watched like the last two minutes because it was like one of those YouTube videos, like watch the last two minutes of UNC Duke, like one of those. I'm like, oh, I'll turn it Oh, on. so you didn't even watch it live? No, no, no. I oh, watched it I couldn't be bothered on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was honestly just kind of boring because watching the last like two minutes of a basketball game where you just kind of watch them run up, follow the guy see if he can make the free throws and then try to inbound it, hit a quick three and then go up, foul the guy. It's just so repetitive and so boring. And I don't get why you should be rewarding teams for fouling players. So I just kind of wish, like, obviously I'm not here to suggest a solution, but I feel like there has to be a way to, <laughs> there has to be a way to make it a little more fun towards the end. Like the whole basketball game, third quarter is hype. And then you get to the last minute where it's just fouling on purpose. And it's just, I don't know. It's not that fun. I agree. You I think did. what they should do is an intentional foul. You give the two shots and then possession. That's how you should do it. Or it should be a choice, like shoot or yeah. go out on the side again. Yeah, one of the two. I'd but I agree. Done. I think the end of games are excruciating. I hate it. 
like I think it's painful once you get to the fouling part of it it's uh painful to watch I hate you know it. you know what's the worst when they take a timeout to set up an inbounds play and then the other guy takes a timeout oh. just to match up again yeah. oh my god and then that's like 10 minutes <laughs> that's it's how you know double you... timeout it's like oh my god that's how you know you get too t- too many timeouts aside thank goodness yeah. you know coach k burned up burned his last timeout with a minute 40 to go that was some <laughs> yeah. shrewd coaching but what I'm saying is that's the worst. There's like two timeouts left each side and like timeout K drop the inbound and then drop the play. It's like, no, we're timing out. We're going to match yeah. this now. It's like, Oh, we've seen what they came out in timeout. <laughs> timeout. timeout. Yeah. The worst. Now we'll match up again. It's like, you can't possibly gain knowledge by knowing, Oh, Giannis is in the left corner instead of the right corner. Like who cares? Anyway, it's going to be a good national championship game. NBA basketball. Been some good games this weekend. There's a lot of games on, on Sunday. Uh, Mavericks obviously taking down the Bucks this morning, but I think the most interesting thing that happened this weekend, Friday night, Robert Covington scored 43 points. Loading up the box score and seeing R. Covington 43 points was a shocking, shocking thing. I feel like needs to be mentioned. Killian Hayes also had like 26 points that day. Don't know how that happened. Mm. I'm, I'm a little mystified at that, but I felt like that was worth bringing up. Yeah, I... I not uh i don't think this did the starters play in the in the box game no no Giannis was not playing (laughs) there you go so he's like (laughs) so you got jordan wara covering uh covering covington yeah but let's go that's sick like at the end of the year they'll be like okay these guys were were all the people that had like the the highest points like who who has had it this year who hit 60 i think lebron had 56 and that might be the highest was there maybe but it's sick that he'll be like top five yeah. Uh-huh. He's got to be somewhere in there. Oh, Carl Towns had 60. 60. So yeah. he'll be top five, top 10. So good good for a boy Covington. Yeah, good for Robert Covington. I just like the visual now of Giannis, like, time out. Like, I just can't figure this guy out. Like, I can't stop him. Help, help. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that, that was what happened. Robert Covington. Oh, my goodness. KCP That's also funny. had 38 that day or oh something like that. Oh, my God. So it was a good day for the, for the 30-year-olds out there. Shout out, Rocco. Uh, in other news, Kevin Durant, he obviously had 55 on Saturday night. He was pretty dominant against the Hawks. That was a new career high. But the real story of his weekend happened earlier when he had two shocking quotes on the same day, Thursday. I feel like both of these need to be you know broken down in full. So the first one I'm going to hit you with is he says, quote, OKC has to retire my jersey. It wouldn't even be good for the game of basketball if they didn't. Same with Golden State. So that's the first quote. Since he knows so much about being good for the game of basketball, is it good for the game of basketball if, you know, the MVP signs with a team that won 73 games? I don't know. Mm. Just just the theoretical yeah. question for him there. Then the second quote was, I'll put it like this. If, let's say, Michael Jordan and LeBron James had to pick and were playing a 5-on-5 five five game, they're picking me. So... I don't know that I disagree, but I'm not. Okay. I, I'm not much of a fan. Owen, do you have anything on those two takes? Um, as far as the jerseys go, uh, like I don't know why he was talking about it. Do you know what like prompted it? No, I think he just likes to think about himself a lot. Yeah, that's uh, maybe like focus on like I don't know making the playoffs, beating the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting out of the ten seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah that'd be my advice i don't think it's a hot take to think he might not get his jersey retired by anybody i think the warriors will you think they will two rings and two finals mvps 
feel like no, OKC. I think, I think OKC is just like a lot of beef now. I feel like they have more of a reason mm-hmm. not to than the Warriors do. Like he did kind of leave under really bad circumstances, but I get the Warriors, but he was only there for like two, three years. Yeah. So, but at the same time, two rings, two Finals MVPs, like that's you got to get your number retired. You, you probably campaigning for right, Kawhi enough, to get retired enough. by the Raptors. Even true, 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 so, true, yeah. true, true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think he'll get it retired in OKC. Uh, They'll just do Westbrook first. Where I guess Collison's got that on lockdown. Yeah, Nick Collison. Nick Collison yeah. has the first one, uh-huh. but we got Westbrook next. Raised number 37, Derek Fisher up there. <laughs> yeah. Number five, Kendrick Perkins. I'd love that. Do the I'd whole love starting that. lineup except for him. I hate the Nets, though, for real. I love them running the same inbounds play they ran in game six against Milwaukee on, like, what was it, like Wednesday, Thursday, and it just not working again. Where they just give it to Durant at the top of the key and he turns around and shoots a three and misses. Oh my god! I don't know that Shout Steve out. Nash is like one of the greatest coaches I ever seen. Like, <laughs> I don't really know how to feel about that. Like, uh, it's going to be a little awkward when they like inevitably kind of lose at this point because they're locked into the bottom half of the play-in <laughs> tournament, and I just don't. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, you could lose to the Hawks <laughs> in a in a toss-up game. Of course, they lost yesterday, and yeah, I thought there yeah. was like a hundred percent they were gonna beat them. I'm like, you, like, why do you want to be tenth? They're like, no, nah, we want to be tenth. Yeah, let's lose yeah. to the Hawks. Oh my God, Alex is still a little upset about this minus two. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway. I would be too. Yeah, that's a tough L. Steph Curry expected to come back for the playoffs. Here's a little game for you. The worst record since the All-Star break. I'll count it down from 30. Portland has the worst. The Lakers have the second worst. Uh, The Rockets in three. (laughs) Pacers. And then the Warriors. Nice. Actually. So they've been on a tough stretch. Yesterday they did. Utah. Stop me if you've heard this before. But Utah blew an 18-point fourth quarter lead to lose (laughs) to the Warriors on a quick 18-0 run with under five minutes to go. Um, But nonetheless... I, I, I'm out. I'm just clean out. Once I see these Me numbers too. start to pile up, I don't know that Curry's going to be 100%. I'm out. But are you guys feeling any differently? Uh, depends who they get. Um, who, are they the fourth right now? Yeah, like it, they it, could get any of pretty much Dallas, Denver, and Utah, I think. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. See, the, the thing is, like, if they get Utah, like, I think they'd beat Utah in a seven-game series. Yeah. I agree. Like with Curry. And I think they could beat Denver too, possibly. Do you not think? I agree. It's possible. So, I don't think they could beat Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is just killing everybody. Yeah, Dallas is really Like, good. I think Luca would have, like, an all-time performance. But I think if they get those two teams, they could still beat them. Um, but, yeah, they haven't been playing great, that's for sure. And then you got kind of an injured Curry, and it's it's tough. So, Thompson hasn't been shooting the ball great. And it's kind of just been Poole that's, like, been keeping them from losing absolutely every single game. He's so good. He's yeah. so good. He's so, unreal. Um, they're going to have to get clicking here soon. Would you guys say Poole is the uh, – he's now the second guy? Yeah. In my yeah, opinion. I agree. Yeah. He's been I playing agree. so well. Why not have him as the second guy? And Wiggins has disappeared. I haven't seen anything about Wiggins here for a while. Yeah. So. yeah. Who, who could have seen that? All-Star yeah. Wiggins yeah. wasn't going to keep it up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you telling me Andrew Wiggins has disappeared? Yeah. From the, Andrew Wiggins <laughs> is the all-time – Oh, I forgot he was out there. Like, he, yeah, he just like it'll take five minutes, and then he'll just do something amazing. And it's like, where was this guy? Oh, he's <laughs> yeah. been out there for four minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. You know yeah. what I watched the other day too was his high school mixtape, and it's might be one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Like, you forget how good this guy was. So you can't even fault the people saying like he actually might be the next LeBron. No, it was like it's yeah. freaky. 
it's it was insane i was just gonna say he was like cover sports illustrated when he was like 18 like he's yeah he, he was supposed to be way different but i feel like it was just like never in his like mental capability to like assert himself ever because he he's still yeah. like got the talent obviously whenever he wants like on a random possession he could do something that nobody else on the court can yeah. but it's like <laughs> he just never had the passion to like do it every time yeah 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 i would encourage anybody that hasn't seen that in a long time or has never seen it to check it out because it's like you'll you'll be like wow why like no wonder this guy is want like he's still in the league because he's a freak but uh yeah i don't i don't think the warriors especially without i mean without curry they're not a good team obviously um but with curry i think there's too many issues that they have like clay isn't playing at a level that you need him to play at who knows if curry's health is going to sustain itself uh, because it hasn't so far. And then Draymond Green, man, he needs to, he does, he needs to do a lot less talking and a lot more <laughs> like actual performance on the court because like he's embarrassing himself out there on a nightly <laughs> basis. <laughs> I think he's like so. trying to be like, I think he's like on our corner trying to be a podcaster now instead of just like being an <laughs> NBA player. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Shout out Colin, dude. That was a huge signing for him. I he's know. on Colin's network. That's big. Yeah, it's big, yeah. but like, to be honest, Draymond Green's voice is like not built for podcasting, so I'm yeah. I'm kind of yeah. out. But <laughs> yeah, me too. It, it is what it is. I think people have sometimes like overvalued. Like I get it. Like Draymond Green is a great player and he impacts the game, but I think they've taken it like sometimes too far, where they're like, well, like he, you know, they don't even need Curry. Like if they just have Green on the floor, he's such an impact guy that like it doesn't matter. I'm like, what are you talking about? He has like four points and like six assists. It's like, well, the six assists, like yeah. he got him out of trouble every time. But you don't understand the opportunities he's creating. Yeah, the exactly. Like, like the screens yeah. he sets are like worth four points. Like, what? Oh my goodness! Wow, the Warriors are kind of a hateable bunch, to be honest. After just there's just been so much praise over the years that I can get behind their them not succeeding. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Mavericks reportedly would have significant interest in Rudy Gobert should Utah choose to trade him this summer. Then Alex forwarded to me this morning an article that said the Toronto Raptors would also have interest in Rudy Gobert. I think this is setting up because, like we just said, we don't like the Warriors, but if they get Utah, they'll beat Utah. I think this is all setting up for the Jazz blow-up, kind of like we were talking about on the last show. I think Gobert for Dallas, I actually don't hate that. I don't really understand why Toronto would have an interest, but I just felt like it was worth mentioning. Yeah, I don't really get Toronto. I understand everyone's been like, well, we need a center, we need a center. Like, I think I think Achua has taken a big step forward after the All-Star game. He's been playing really well, and I don't think we like need Gobert right now. I think he'd clog up our our whole the way we play offense and i think we're good enough on defense that he's not like a guy we need to to help us out um yeah but i'd lo- i'd actually kind of like it for dallas i just think luca needs another guy um and and i think they kind of lack that big that big center um and i don't know i think the pick and roll with him could be nasty obviously gobert can't pull up for shit like he can only finish inside <laughs> but you know he could still yeah. be an impactful guy and and you know it is what it is. Just I wouldn't, I wouldn't. If like if I'm Dallas, I'm not trading like three first round picks. Like you can have maybe like a first round pick and something else, but yeah. I'm not emptying the clip yeah. for Rudy Gobert. You know, so. Um, yeah. But I'd like it more for Dallas than I would for Toronto. Willie Cauley sign a second, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Get would yeah. get it done. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Might have to throw those guys in there with Porzingis, yeah. Um, yeah. But I was going to say, I don't get the appeal for Toronto. Like, 
I feel like their whole thing that they've been trying to do is like positionless where you switch yeah. everything. You put Scotty Barnes at the five or whatever, and you literally just switch every screen. Yeah, how putting Rudy Gobert in there is gonna work. He can't defend like deer and fox. Like yeah. that's yeah. Be not like, happening. Scotty Barnes can guard like one through five. Like Rudy Gobert can guard five through five. Imagine his ankles when he gets switched on to Darius Garland. He's like, whoa! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> It's gonna I'm be dizzy. dizzy. <laughs> yeah, I like how Alex said he can't pull up. Like I just imagine he gets to Dallas and they're like, "All right, we're gonna turn you into Channing Fry. Like you're gonna be able to develop this three ball now." He's like, "I don't know, guys." Yeah, that would be raw. Anyway, um, basketball Hall of Fame this weekend. They did announce the new inductees. Manu Ginobili's in there. Probably my favorite player of all time. And Alex is probably favorite player of all time. If I had a guess, Kyle Lowry returns to Toronto mm. after we're recording this, but you'll have seen all the videos and everything. I'm sure for the people at home, it'll be nice. Owen, what's your favorite basketball player doing this weekend? Can you give me like an insight on who Owen Clark's favorite NBA player of all time is? I mean, my favorite player of all time is Kyle Lowry. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, who are you thinking it was? I don't know. I thought it was going to be like some random. Like I, I was not no. expecting Kyle Lowry. I mean, it was him, and I really liked Tyler Ulis, but he's not in the NBA anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's more what I was expecting. I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Okay. Yeah, I loved him, dude. He was sick back he's in the Phoenix. day. Suns. He was he so hit the good. game winner. Dude, I watched like all this high school, uh, like every high school mixtape yeah. he ever dropped. I was. was oh, and I was right there with you, buddy. I was so in on Tyler Ulis. I was like. Yeah. why is he on a two-way yeah like sign <laughs> yeah. this guy like there's no reason he should be playing in the g league like he needs yeah. starter minutes like, you got the next chris yeah. paul yeah <laughs> Literally. fun fact i had i had uh kentucky tyler ulis as the wallpaper on my phone for like two years like i love tyler ulis <laughs> see this wow. is the type of gold i was expecting from this segment not that's more like it i like it i saw him play for the suns in houston once houston he did not do well Houston was on him that was the year they won like 65 games that was a good time um shout out to the huggy bear who also made the hall of fame and kind of like anti shout out to George Carl who also ended up making the hall of fame lastly the Lakers they're playing right now against Denver so we don't know the result of that but on Friday night their season basically came to an end it's pretty much just on life support now LeBron James to save the season to send them to overtime (laughs) There was so much air under that one. Brandon Ingram was yelling "Le brick as he was leaving the court. Um, ugly, ugly scenes. The Lakers are way under 500. LeBron is not even playing today. Um, he This is coming on the backs of him tweeting on April Fool's a big joke. Um, the quote was, I'm out for the season officially. Face palm emoji. See y'all in the fall. Crown emoji. Peace emoji. He was doing an April Fool, but... It turns out he probably wasn't doing an April Fool. Like, he played that night, and now he's just done. The Spurs' magic number is down to four wins and Laker losses. Any combination of four of those, and they're in officially. Spurs have a game against Portland, so that's a free win. Things are ugly for the Lakers because Anthony Davis came back. Alex, you said he was looking a little chunky. I think that's putting it as an understatement. I don't think he was exactly a gym warrior when he was out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Russell Westbrook, I think it was a lot of more GTA nights that we're used to from Anthony yeah. Davis. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, he's got $47 million next year, and I know the Laker fans are like, oh, we're just going to, you know, next year's going to be better. 
who's taken that? I just I, I know he's been playing better lately, so I don't mean to dump on the guy, but nobody's taken the contract. And this is all on the heels of Brian Windhorst, who knows LeBron better than anybody, saying the Lakers are worn out. Like four LeBron years of fatigue. LeBron is enough because he was four years in Miami, four years in Cleveland. Now this is year four with the Lakers. I don't even my head can't even process where they might go in this offseason, but this is a very pitiful ending. They're going to, in my opinion, I think they're going to be the most interesting team in the offseason. Um, what are the chances LeBron does leave? Is he? Can he opt out? I don't think he can opt out. Heat. but Trading LeBron would also be kind of heat. Yeah. But, yeah, um, and I love them and Westbrook. Like They're like, yeah, we came to him like, like a mutual agreement that we will not play, uh, you know, Westbrook will leave the team and we're good with that. And he's fine with that. It's like, and he's yeah. going to go where, where is he, Sorry? where is he going? Sorry. It's, like it's, what it's, team is that's a John wall. That's a John wall. <laughs> um, and did he, for his tweet, did he official like explicitly say April fools or no? No, but oh my I'm, god, he's so smart then. Yeah, because it's like people <laughs> thought it was a joke, but it's like I never actually said it was April Fools. Like you guys actually care about April Fools? Like I, I'm just actually saying, like I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm done. It's it's plausible because I don't think yeah. he's playing again this yeah. year. So, and I was texting with Phil. In my opinion, like I think we're seeing AD just have one of like he's going to be one of those superstars where within the next like 16 months he's just a role player. Like it's a Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like he is so bad, he is definitely not what the what the Lakers were kind of looking for. You know, the first season he came, he was great, right? He well, was, he was, yeah. Like bubble. I said to you, like when we left the bubble, he was like a top like four five. or five NBA player. Yeah, like he was that good in those playoffs. He was dominant. He was almost better than LeBron in the finals. So to like be here now, like how many not games top he? Forty. Yeah, even. how many games has he played since then? Like twenty five. Like it doesn't None. seem like many at all. And and he's he really doesn't look like he's in shape. I feel like he's gained some weight too. And and a guy like AD, like you can't be gaining weight, bro. Like your knees are horrible, your ankles, everything hurts you. Like if anything, you gotta you gotta be <laughs> he's got working the on the diet body. here, man. You got the Baycott. <laughs> so, oh my God, yeah, it's it, it'll be it's it's gonna be a tough downfall here for him. Yeah, I would trade everybody you can on that team. I would blow it up personally. Um, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I would say to AD, to the point on AD, the other thing is like, I feel like every time he gets hurt, it's like the most violent looking injury I've ever seen. Like, it looks like he's like, like never coming back. It looks like, like he his goes foot down. is left is it like leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looked like they're gruesome. Uh, and then to the off season, like I I'm excited too. I could just imagine like Palenka's like, Hey, like LeBron, we need to like, you know, ship some of these guys out, bring some young talent in where you need to start rebuilding. And LeBron just comes up. And he just like pulls the whiteboard out and he's like, I, like Rob, I got an idea. And he's just Robert Covington, John Wall. <laughs> Have you seen these guys? Yeah. Killian Hayes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him. I saw his highlights. Yeah. No, he's going to be like, Rob, like, I'm telling you, Norris Cole looks good in France. Like, we, we got to bring him back. Like, th this is the offseason plan coming up for the Lakers. And Rob's like, you know what? You're right. Like, two-year deal. Welcome it's, to the team. It's so sad. I heard the Lakers broadcast. Like, Malik Monk already took a pay cut to be on the Lakers. And, you know, he's been one of the better Lakers this year. And they were saying, 
Well, you know, if Malik could take another pay cut, it's like, <laughs> dude, another pay cut? What do you want to make? Like, vet men? Yeah. Like, oh, my you're God. You're 25. Like, you're 25, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. It's sad. It's I know. It's the saddest thing. I seen Malik's, Malik Monk's brother, too, where he was like, well, if we have our way, like, Malik's going to be a Laker for life. It's like, <laughs> well, if he does that, he's going to be making pennies, dude. <laughs> like, he better hope LeBron is paying for the dinner because yeah. he's not going to have the cash, dude. Uh, Malik, go to like the like I don't even know where you should go, the Wizards or something, dude. Just go make yeah. like a like twelve mil a year for a bit. Chase a ring yeah. later, bro. Uh, man. Times. I are think tough. I saw a crazy stat too, where they're like, when Trevor Ariza plays like yeah. more than thirty eight minutes a game, they're like three and zero. Yeah, like, let's when, go. When let's he's play. playing over thirty, yeah, yeah, they're th- they're like undefeated. Yeah. I saw that stat it's too. Unreal. I mean. <laughs> let's try it. We have nothing to lose. Yeah. Let's go. I think his arms might literally leave his body if he does he just play thirty off. minutes a game. They'll just fall off like a banana peel. <laughs> Boom. Just off. Um anyway, that's enough for basketball today. Adam, World Cup draw. This is your big moment right here. It happened on Thursday in Qatar. Pretty sick ceremony, I'm not gonna lie. And a long ceremony. Abominably long. Like <laughs> yeah. I was told the thing was at nine local time, so I was up and I had it on the TV. the The ball didn't start getting pulled until about eleven ten. I swear. Yeah. Um, I had to, you know, there was a couple dances, dance routines I watched. You could ask me about the first bit because I saw it all. But anyway, big draw: Canada in there with Croatia, uh, Morocco, and Belgium. Let's say not great for Canada. Let's let's just get out in front of that one. Not looking good. Also, we saw Japan draw in with Spain and Germany. Heat. Tough for Japan. And USA is probably going to lose to England. Those are my takes. Those are, that's what I'm going with. Adam, you're the expert here. What, what's like the group of death here? What, how does it looking for Canada? Give me a whole rundown. Um, well, looking at like pool four and where Canada could have gone, I feel like they got put into the hardest group possible. Like, we would have loved to, you know, the group A where Qatar gets automatically placed because they're hosting. Everyone and their mom wanted to be in that group. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't make it. And um, enemies of the show Senegal are in that group. So, congrats to them. Oh, man. Yeah. So they Senegal, didn't shoot them out that hard. <laughs> yeah, karma. they have a decent chance. Um, Phil talked about USA, England. I mean, I feel like they'll both make it out of that group. Uh, USA is not as bad as we think, in my opinion. They have a lot of decent players that might come back from injury. They also have Iran in that group. But if Scotland yeah. makes it, I like the Scots. Let's go, Scott. Of course you do. The <laughs> Scots. Um, but yeah, I think I actually think Group H would be the your group of death because that one has Portugal, which really good young team, and Ronaldo, of course, and then Uruguay, like old veteran team but like they're always good then there's ghana uh like probably the second best team from africa and then there's korea who always does some damage randomly so that'd be my group of death um canada's group not good as we said obviously not good um the odds before the groups got drawn canada was plus twelve thousand to win Uh, not great odds, like <laughs> not great. You know, One thousand. Yeah, and then the groups got drawn, and plus twelve thousand turned into plus nineteen thousand. So even even worse. Uh, we got the the number one ranked team in the world in our group, Belgium. They're probably the best team in the world according to the stats or whatever. Uh, Croatia went to the last World Cup final. Pretty old team, but obviously good. 
Then there's Morocco, has probably the best right back in the world and just a good young team. So Canada could definitely finish fourth, but hey, anything's possible. And whenever you look at World Cups, there's always, like the past three years, the defending champ doesn't even make it out of the group stage. There's always a few fairy tale runs to the quarterfinals, semifinals. Even Croatia last year like was probably like a quarterfinal team. They made it all the way to the finals. So honestly, when you're playing single elimination, 90-minute games, it's possible to make it out of the group. Let's but go. Hard to get your hopes up with this one. Okay. Well, that's yeah. okay. So there's some optimism in there, maybe. Yeah, and Alex's Serbia, I don't think, even has that bad of a group. Alex was saying Switzerland. They're with Brazil, Switzerland, Cameroon. Uh, Alex was scared of Switzerland. I don't think they're, like, that crazy. I don't think they're crazy, but they're solid. They're Maybe solid, but I, like, I'd say they're comparable to Serbia. Like, Serbia's team is not bad either. So Serbia could definitely make it out of that group, and, of course, they have Brazil. Um, if you want my tournament favorites, I'd say it's definitely Brazil, Argentina, and, like, Spain maybe france that's my opinion but it's pretty open okay all right yeah well the good news is it's in about eight months so yeah. uh we can maybe you know... we can revisit it later yeah, yeah. uh-huh well... maybe yeah canada just gets a different group just somehow they yeah switch it out. hopefully uh-huh yeah maybe in eight months it's a different group you never know yeah maybe <laughs> we are in the qatar group maybe there's a new draw <laughs> yeah. this one was rigged yeah you yeah. never know good stuff okay well now we can talk about football because that's really what we're here let's to go. do um let's go there was some big stuff this week. Big moves. Bobby Wagner going to the Rams. Five years, $65 million. I think 50 of it was guaranteed. The Rams just, you know, spawned some money out of the, mm-hmm. out of the couch. A little Cronky special. And now they have Bobby <laughs> Wagner. I, I don't understand how this works. Like, Bobby Wagner, I know, like, he's not what he, you know, back in the day he was insane. But he's still good. He's still very good. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a pretty notable move. Like, you lose Vaughn, but you get this guy. I don't, like... That's kind of even. That's the way it's I a, see it. It's an unreal move, like an unreal move. And I've known, like, I've known Bobby. Just Bobby Wagner's good because he's been like an over a ninety in Madden since Madden fifteen. And he's like, True. I'm sure I haven't played Madden in like okay. three years. I'm sure if I go on Madden right now, he's still like a ninety. So great move by by the Seahawks. We all know Bobby Wagner's one of the best in the game. How they keep spawning money, like Phil said, I have no idea. Like, I don't know how you just get that out of nowhere. I thought they the whole point was that they go, like, all, all the contracts are, are loaded in the back. Like, we're just going to do this first year. Like, I don't know where they keep getting the money, but good on them. And uh, obviously going to have another competitive team. Him and him and, and Aaron Donald, and oh, my God, it's going to be a good team. Yeah, another underrated way to uh, figure out if these, like, you know, inside linebackers, linemen, whatever, if they're good, is NFL Top 100. So, you know, oh, he's yeah. he's been, mm-hmm. like... He's a solid, like, top 20 player every single year for the past, like, five years. So that's how, you, like, even last year, he was, like, 20-something, like, low 20s. So you know he's good. Yeah. And, yeah, I had the same exact reaction. Like, you see the signing, and you're like, where did 50 million come from? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I just checked. He's He was in 91. That's the purple mm. color in Madden last year. Purple. Oh, that's my like, God. Still? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I thought still, I might have been wrong. Maybe like an 88, but <laughs> nah. 91. Like he's stepping it up. He's aging aging like fine wine in Madden. So that's big. I would say maybe he's lost a step. Like he's doesn't – he's old and he's also like a linebacker, but he had a ton of tackles last year. But like do you know ton. that? Do you know he lost a step or are we just saying that because he's old? I'm assuming it because he's old. But then again, you look at the Madden rating. <laughs> but so he's also like, like – 
He's like 30. He's not even that old. Yeah, but yeah. You know, the human I body mean, can only take so old. much contact. <laughs> well, if yeah. Von Miller can play till he's 39, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But come on. <laughs> we can give Bobby another true. couple of years. It's very true. true. We're really outing ourselves on this show by breaking down these signings by Madden rating and by uh, top 100 NFL rankings. Hey, sometimes you just got to be honest. None of us are sitting there breaking down the film of Bobby Wagner filling the A gap. Like none of us are doing. None of us are going to do that. Like we we'll did. Trust. He did have a lot of tackles. Like he was he over did. 100. He had a lot of tackles. It was like over 100. It might might have been even closer to 170. Yeah, 100. a lot of tackles. Madden adjusters think he's good. They go to every game, and his teammates think <laughs> he's <they>? good. <laughs> we yeah. trust him. We yeah. trust you him. See them on the side, NFL right? top 100. Yeah. Plus, they gave him 50 million. He's got to be if he's making that yeah, much. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Teams have never made mistakes with money before. The Patriots <laughs> didn't spend 300 million on Matt Judon, Kendrick Bourne, and Nelson Aguilar. No, mm. it never happened. Yeah. Teams don't make mistakes. Yeah. True. Good stuff. That was a key analytical <laughs> breakdown. Way to go. The only thing we were missing was a pro football focus grade in there. Yeah. Not really would have completed it <laughs> that's where i thought owen would come in but I, if i knew it i would have i would have told you <laughs> dude if they're not the top oh. three in a position i can't see i don't have the pro mm-hmm. i can only see the top three in each He's position the 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 unless you have an account yeah <laughs> oh man uh bill belichick woke up from his three-week nap and he traded for Devonte <laughs> parker for <laughs> he gave up uh, a third and then he got Devonte parker and a fifth bill belichick hasn't been able to look Again, like I just said, last season, his big offseason signings for playmakers were Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and Jonu Smith. I see Patriots fans getting hyped. I like Devontae Parker. I have no trust that they're going to be able to like bring the best out of this guy. I just don't believe it's going to happen. So, I don't know. It's worth mentioning, though, I guess. Patriots finally did something. Owen, you're probably the guy to ask here. Yeah, what this screams to me is Bill Belichick was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. And then Kraft was like, dude, you got to do something. Like you need <laughs> to sign somebody. And so he like kind of forced him into it. And it's a, it's a little bit late. But uh, I agree with you. I think, I mean, Devontae Parker is a good receiver, I think. Um, but he's not like a game changer. Like he would be like on that team, he's probably their third receiver. Um, so, I mean... You know, it is what it is. They might improve their team marginally. They're still pretty bad, I think. He's like the guy when you're trying to get someone in fantasy, you like throw him into the trade at the bottom, and you're like, hey, you're also getting Devontae Parker. Like <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. So Sweet's like, exactly he's one of those guys. Sweetening yeah. the pot. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. 72% owned, and he's at a plus total owned this week. So <laughs> yeah. you know, you're getting in on the ground floor. I think. I think he's a good. I think he's a good wide receiver with like. Like Patrick Mahomes throwing to him, Tom Brady, <laughs> like like Aaron Rodgers, Tua. but he's had like not good like pre pre raw Tannehill, Tua, and now Mac Jones. So he's literally just gonna be the same. Fits, fits. Don't forget fits. He's gonna be literally just the same. They're Every like reviving like Randy Mosses or like career or whatever. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Bills. Bills. Like I said, I think he's going on the downwards trend there, doing a little AD. That, the other thing is that's a crowded receiver room. That's a lot of top dogs. Yeah. You know? A lot alphas. of mouths to feed. You got no, yeah, a lot, a lot of alphas <laughs> in there. Yeah. So in one ball. So Yeah, I'm seeing a whole lot of number one receivers in that room. Jacoby, <laughs> Devontae, <laughs> Wait, Nelson, actually is Kendrick. There, like number one wide receiver. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby dude. Myers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Does he have what? One touchdown? Two? 
Yeah, one. Oh, you know who actually is, uh, <laughs> you know, who you guys got to watch out for this year Nikhil is Nikhil Harry. Harry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy like sleeper. Don't, fantasy don't forget sleeper. about him. Like, he's been underrated the last couple years. Still that's a, young. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a deep rim fantasy sleeper. That's a, that's a coma sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> that might be even more of a sleeper than, uh, than Craig Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe even deeper. Uh huh. This is the year for Nikhil. He's just got to, you know, learn to catch a little bit when he's in. Uh, a receiver, emergency cap or not, I think it has to be mentioned. DK Metcalf, huge review on this one. He was on Kevin Yarnett's show. I think it's on Showtime. I don't really understand like what that show is or what it does and why DK Metcalf is talking to Kevin Garnett. But anyway, he says he eats one meal a day, drinks a coffee, and then eats three or four bags of candy, and that's all he eats the entire day. That's all he digests. The full quote, I'll read it to you. He was breaking down what his average day is like. I actually went back and watched the video so I could gain some context here. He says, I wake up, I work out, I work out again, which like... <laughs> <laughs> that part, that like, part already triggered. Wait, 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 just wait. worked out, and I'm gonna work out again. Isn't that one? So there's workout? nothing between. Them? Yeah, isn't yeah. that just one work? That's what I'm saying. No, he's, like he leaves the gym for like a bathroom break and comes back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a porta potty guy. He goes outside and then comes back in to workouts. I, that was that was a. I don't understand what he was getting out there with the I work out, I work out again. But anyway, I'll read it to you again from the start now. I wake up, I work out, I work out again. I come home, I shower. I'm hungry around 12. I go to Starbucks at 12 and get a coffee. That'll last me till 4.30. 4.30, I have a Whoa. glass of water and I order two bags of candy, maybe three. He said he said he likes the gummies. So he puts like, he'll get like, he said he got Skittles gummies, which I never had. Sounds, you yeah, know. Yeah, they're good. They're good, okay. I was yeah. going to say, I'll have to ask a 12-year-old how they are. Um, <laughs> then he said he gets like the Maynards or something. And then he like rips them open and he puts them in the same bowl. Yes. And then he just he rips it up. Them. Yeah, and then he has it yep. with a glass of water. He says that lasts uh-huh. him until about 8 or 9, and then he eats dinner, and then he goes to sleep, and then he does the same thing the next day. That was what DK Metcalf claims he does throughout the entirety of the day. Cap or not? No cap. You're, really? you're calling a no cap. Yeah, and that's like, I, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking... Wait, you're being like, serious? Yeah, because that's pretty similar to my eating schedule yeah but not the you, working out do you twice. look like dk metcalf can you run know, a four so three where, so that's where there's a little bit of a kink in the hose there <laughs> a little because, bit yeah because i i don't have the results but like i i i know that it's feasible to do it you know i know that it's possible i but you don't drink coffee. i completely agree with you that it's, not that part it's, everything else though yeah it's feasible to do it and it's imaginable if you're like a like you sit at your computer all day and do nothing like a twitch streamer yeah, if you're like a Twitch streamer that weighs 130 pounds, if you're six four, like 220, run a four three, and you're like eight percent body fat, you're eating more than Skittles for like you're eating protein. I, you're I eating more than that, one meal a day. I do think the one meal a day is kind of the it's kind of like a new wave. Like yeah, but Jack you, Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, does that. Yeah, oh, but what? the CEO of Twitter doesn't run a four three. Have you seen the CEO of Twitter, dude? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like All you can't points. put on that much muscle eating Skittles for your entire diet. Like, you're just not. Well, he and you're also not, has the one meal. You're not. He looks like the Vitaly guy of crypto. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't wake up, alive. work out, work out again on no food, and then finish both your workouts and go, oh, I'll just get a latte from Starbucks. Dude, he is. He's eating the dinner. 
there is a meal in there. No, no, but for everything yeah. before that doesn't make sense. I don't know how you can go work out and and act like a like and work a, out again. Like a venti coffee is is like a like a meal. Like I I hydrate two in one. I hydrate and get nutrition from it. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like. I don't understand this whole process of how he starts this. Like, does he one day just realize, like, I could just get a coffee and I just don't have to eat. Like, this is a great deal for me. I don't understand how any of this comes to be where he realizes, like, two bags of candy can tide me over until dinner time. Like, I don't have to worry about this anymore. I just the feel whole like thing when you're, is suspicious to me. Yeah. When your day routine starts with, I work out, I work out again, then the rest of the sentence shouldn't be credible anymore. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't even yeah. have to listen to the rest of the sentence. It's automatic. Yeah, that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. I work out and then immediately work out again. That's like, Makes he's sense. like talking to like a school, a uh, class of like fourth graders and he's trying to like, how do, how do you, they're like, how do you get so big DK? He's like, well, I work, I wake up, you know, I work out, I work out again. Like, unless, yeah. unless it could be a situation where it's like, I work out, like I lift weights and then Baker Mayfield and I run routes in the uh, practice facility. I, yeah. I, like that's the workout. I, you it's think like he's a invited to the Hogan Amendola? <laughs> yeah. 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 And also, Andrew Locke, we toss what's it around. crazy is he's like door dashing like candy. Yeah, like, bro. Like, <laughs> like just drive to Circle K. Like bro. if you're already going to the Starbucks, like I'm sure there's a gas station you can just yeah. pull over to and get whatever candy you need. Yeah. Also, if you're such a big candy guy, like why is your not like your entire f- cupboard not stocked with candy? Why are you Uber eating it every time? Yeah. If that. you're eating it every day. If you're eating it every day, why are you? Yeah, exactly. Why are you ordering or bags? Yeah. It could be like a he's likes candy so much he doesn't want the temptation around, so he can't mm. have it in the house because he knows he's gonna he's gonna muck it. He'll so be you having it at two thirty instead of four thirty. All of a sudden he's yeah. got dinner at seven and he's got to go to bed earlier. <laughs> the cycle is ruined. I think Adam <laughs> yeah. said the most important thing. I think it, the first sentence makes the rest of it not credible. I think he di- it's National Tell a Lie Day. I think he dipped his toe in the water with a lie. Yeah. Kevin Garnett took the lie and he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna run with this," and yeah. then he just kept lying all the yeah. way down. <laughs> I think it was a it was like a chain element, like dominoes. He just kept going to the end to the yeah. penultimate cap. So he would just get sick. Like you, your body needs yeah nutrients. Yeah. Nurse yeah. Alex, Nurse Alex is confirming it's cap. Deadass, well, you need you need some calories there. Come on. Yeah, he is eating a dinner. Let's not forget. That's, yeah. I just okay. want to make yeah. that clear. But there is a dinner. He's got to be in like a calorie deficit every single day with one meal a day. But the only way he can get out of this being a cap to me, what are you eating for dinner? If it's like a deer or if something. It's, if it's like, like the Michael Phelps thing <laughs> where it's like three boxes of pizza, five burgers, yeah, then maybe. three steaks. Ten pancakes. Ten pancakes. <laughs> Is yeah. that what Michael Phelps eats? You've never heard you've dude, never seen crazy. the Michael Phelps diet, dude? No. Wow. Could that check be, it out on YouTube. That it's could be unreal. a cap too. No, yeah, I don't think that's cap. I think that's for real. Okay, we'll save that one for Actually, I do think because JJ Watt eats that much too, I think. Oh well, at least that's what he said. Okay. Yeah, he's never capped he about anything. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> a, honest as the day is long. Um, anyway, Frank Gore officially retired this morning. If you're wondering if the all-time NFL rushing leaders leaderboard is uh, Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, Frank Gore, that is true somehow. He's got mm. sixteen thousand career rushing yards. I was wondering if you guys could try to name all the teams he played for. He played for five. Indianapolis. Yeah. Forty ers Yeah. 49ers. The Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah. The I was going to say Miami. Yeah. Yeah. The Jets and you the, never Bills. Get the, last the Bills. The Bills. Look at the, that. Five yes. for five. 
Look at that. Go. Way to go, everybody. Let's I go. would say if you have a favorite Frank Gore moment, but nobody does have a Frank no. Gore moment. I think he just he just ran the ball. I will say Frank Gore <laughs> for like a couple years, maybe like 2014 to 18. This is the biggest compliment I can give him. He was that guy who was there in round six of the fantasy draft because you know everybody already had him everybody took him for a ride yeah. around the block at least one year <laughs> and he was always banging out like you know like a rb2 season mm-hmm. so you got to respect him for that way to go frank um now we went from a guy who retired to a guy who unretired terrell owens mm. he's back he's 48 years old and he unretired to join <laughs> fan controlled football and they said they don't know what team he's going for yet but it's probably going to be the zippers He's probably going to go play with Johnny Football. So congratulations to T.O. When we did see him, where did he go to school? Like Chattanooga? Like like somewhere random, right? Because we saw him at the tournament. And I remember thinking he looks to be in great shape. Like, you know, he's a once-in-a-generation athlete. But is this enough to get you to watch the Zippers? Or were you already, you know, DVR in the games, ready to go? I think I'll watch the Zippers. If I'm going to get to see Manziel throwing a T.O., like, let's go. That's like an ultimate team, <laughs> Matt, an, an ultimate, ultimate team. team pairing right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So that's some fantasy stuff right there. So I, I'm down. I'm in. I don't, how do you, like, is it like a Twitch stream? Like, I feel like this is probably not on TSN 3. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it would be. <laughs> yeah. Where am I, I finding this? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if I find it, I'll watch it. Interesting. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, uh, T.O., congratulations. Lastly, Antonio Brown had some questions this week. He said, quote, I still feel like I can put up big numbers, and I see these guys are being paid. I just wonder why my value isn't being upheld the same. I wonder. I, wonder. I sure wonder. <laughs> That's a stumper. I Blackballed, maybe, potentially. I don't know. <laughs> Tough day for Antonio. We did have Bruce Arians, too, I guess. Like It happened during the midway of last show. There was a lot of talk about it. Like, I don't know. I think we pretty much got it on the last show. Like, I think this was kind of clearly a condition of the Brady comeback. Mm-hmm. Is like, I'm going to come back, but I'm not going to come back with the same circumstance. Like, I would like a new coach. He gets Todd Bowles to run the defense. Yep. Bruce just, you know, Out. goes upstairs. Tom gets his choice of the offense with Byron. I think it all kind of adds up. I, I don't really. I mean, I, I Bruce th- Arians won a ring. Like, yeah. it's not like yeah. it's a big deal for him, I yeah. think. Like, what more does he gain winning the second one with Tom? So. I think it makes sense. I think it's good because this is going to be the first year that Tom's not going to be getting yelled at by his coach. Because I think his entire career, Bill's been treating him just like, you know, some random second stringer fullback. Treating him like Stidham. Treating him like Stidham. (laughs) Bruce Arians, too. Like, first practice was ripping into Tom. Same deal. Would, like, yell at him. So, it's going to be, we might get the best Tom Brady ever. A Tom Brady or the that worst. isn't getting yelled at. Yeah. Or the worst. Or the worst because he did say, what did he say when he first got to Tampa? He was like, give it to me, uh, Bruce. Like, I like getting yelled at or something or being held accountable. <laughs> yeah, cap like, of the Whoa. week. Yeah. Um, so, but he might be worse. So, either the, we're either getting the worst season of Brady or the best. No in-between. No in-between. Um, yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, I think Tom Brady's probably a pretty good football mind even from a coaching perspective at this Pretty point. Good. So maybe, yeah, yeah one could say decent. Yeah. It's probably all right. So I think you might maybe, uh, have some good ideas. Maybe for the offense. You never yeah. know. Also yeah. Julian Edelman post in the April fools of I'm signing with the bucks. Let it go, bro. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Retire yeah. or don't retire. Yeah. I- I'm not here yeah. for the middle. Anyway, Phil still thinks he's going though. Phil's oh, he in. will. He's just not coming for mini camps and stuff. He'll show up in August. Okay. I like that take. Yeah. All right. Weekend winners and losers time. Let's do it. 
first winner this week is pro days mm. so they're mostly done at this point everybody's had their pro day uh most schools have but i just wanted to shout out uh, nebraska's pro day because they had uh they had their linemen do like a special little circuit like a little loop okay um and so they had their their one um lineman his name is cam jurgens do a little a little circle let me describe it for you so first he backpedals and then he gets to the pylon and then he turns around. So it's a 90 at a 90 degree angle and goes the other way. And he starts doing like these like skate jumps where he like jumps out to one eye, one side with one leg and then the other side to the other leg. I'd never seen it before. Uh, it was crazy. And then he flips around, um, runs the other side. And then to complete the square, he does frog jumps. So he plants for both feet and jumps straight ahead and jumps wow. straight ahead until he gets right back to restarted. So it was like, Showing like, oh, all the ways my body can move. It sounds like a koala. Like, yeah, yeah. He was doing like just all sorts of jumps and runs, and I thought it was creative. So cool. I wanted to shout that out. When we do um, the flag on the play combine, maybe we should work that drill in. Just, yeah. just to make sure everybody can do that one. Uh, yeah. And then... <laughs> dude, what was my other one? <laughs> Second. Do you ever write something in your notes and you just have no idea what it means? <laughs> dude, you should have seen What'd you write? What'd you write? Dude. <laughs> What'd you write? I wrote Las Vegas. I don't know what that means. Oh. <laughs> Las Vegas is a winner. Is it that, is a winner. Is... I don't know why. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. The more you know. <laughs> no, I love it because you probably had a great idea and you're like, all I need to write is Las Vegas and I'll remember it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this one's so obvious. Like, I'll just write Vegas. Yeah. Is it because the Grammys were there? Hey, whoa. Is that why? No, that's not it. Uh, oh, okay. Wow, I'm actually lost right now. Okay, well, here, we're <laughs> going to come back to you. Dig deep over there. Okay, stay, okay. Stay, on, right. stay in the batter circle. Just just wait it out. <laughs> I am. You, I am, not, I am. not done yet. Taking some swings. I got the donuts on. Okay. Is it F1? Yeah. Wait it out. Stand in the Oh, circle. it is F1. That's what it was. Oh, no. thank there you. There we go. Yes. I want to shout out Las Vegas because F1, the season's in full swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for everybody that's paying attention, uh, yep. Ferrari's having a really good year. <laughs> Attaboy, shout out Adam. Uh, Ferrari's having a really good year. Charlotte Claire is, is one of the best drivers right now. Um, and they're adding in uh, Las Vegas uh, like to, to the circuit. So I wanted to shout that out because they're bringing F1 to the States. Let's go. So I thought that mm. was like nice. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> when did they come into Canada? <laughs> Calgary. Where where are they gonna race in Calgary? Are they gonna go to Airdrie, Stony Trail. <laughs> yeah, they're going up and down Glenmore. The Ring Road. <laughs> oh man, that's a good Calgary joke for ten people listening. Um, oh man, they hit one pothole, dude. The car is just half of it's just falling yeah. off. Man, don't put them on uh, Deerfoot, dude. The roads are just bumping up and down. Drivers are flying out the car. Yeah, uh, that'd be sick. Anyway, speaking of Las Vegas, my first winner, and Adam tipped the hat, is the Grammys. I love the Grammys. I don't know what it is, but every year I will watch the Grammys. The Oscars, I'm not watching every year. But if there's like you know, mm. if there's a lot of movies I've seen that I liked, I'll watch the Oscars. But I'm not watching it every year. The Grammys, I will watch every year regardless of what's going on. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels when this way. They? It's tonight. 
Wow, let's go. Yeah, it's like the only award show that I will actually turn on. Hold on, is it typically a week after the Oscars? I don't think so, because the Oscars is usually in February, right? Yeah, the, yes. so the Grammys are usually at the middle of February or the beginning, but I think they had some COVID stuff, mm-hmm. so they moved out of Los Angeles and into Vegas to get it done now. So, wow, I'm watching. If, let's go. Yeah, if you're ever in Los Angeles, the Grammy Museum is not a waste of an afternoon. you have any favorites afternoon. tonight? Yeah, what are the noms? I have no earthly idea. I'll That's just, okay. I'll just watch. I don't know. I didn't even know it was today until this morning came, so that's mm. nice. Uh, my second winner is Duke fans. And, you know, I know they've had it tough, so this doesn't seem like on the surface like it's a win, but Yankees opening day is this week. And the Yankees, I know, 12-year World Series drought. It's the third longest drought in franchise history, so things are not going well for the Yankees. But actually, as it turns out, things are not so bad for the Yankees because they actually, if you ask Brian Cashman, they won the World Series five years ago. So I'll read you the full quote here. He's the GM and he says, the only thing that stopped us was something so illegal and horrific, he told The Athletic. I get offended when I hear we haven't been to the World Series since 2009 because I'm like, well, we actually did it the right way. Pulled it down, brought it back up, drafted well, traded well, developed well, signed well. The only thing that derailed us was a cheating circumstance that threw us off. So this is very interesting because as it turns out, the MLB has an investigation ongoing into the Yankees' use of the Net- Yes Network cameras from 2015 to 2017. Mm. So they also were cheating this entire time. That's but cool. I guess it was a less horrific circumstance because, I mean, it's something so horrible, illegal, and horrific that it prevented the Yankees from winning the World <laughs> Series. Also, don't worry about the five years after that where we've, you know, fell short every single year where there was no cheating. Yeah, that, you know, doesn't matter. The- 2017 matters. He's, so. he's talking about his team like they're the Oakland A's. Like, you know, we found yeah. like the grit guys, like we found some value down there in the, in the minors and, and we built a really strong team and have it all destroyed for cheating. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it's no. not like we got Stanton, you know, and yeah. signed him to 1 billion. Yeah. Judge Stanton, yeah. Garrett Cole. Yeah. Congratulations on picking up Josh Donaldson, though. That was that a was huge pickup. Bargain. Yeah. Not a lot of teams yeah. went on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They in got part- him right out of, right out of the bargain bin, right out of the garbage can scrap heap yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Scrap heap. i think i think brian cashman is on the lebron school of living like four years behind what's actually going on he's like oh dude if we can get a guy like donaldson like holy like we are built for now like all right <laughs> settle yeah. down anyway that's just too much for me i can't stand the yankees uh i, I got one winner and um it's everybody because um <laughs> after the incidents that happened um at the oscars um, Amy Schumer. Everyone was wondering what Amy Schumer was gonna say. Yeah. Um, so she said that she's actually gonna take a month off, oh. whatever that means, because she is traumatized um, after seeing Will Smith slap Chris Rock. What's she taking a month off from? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't from know hosting you were the Oscars. Work. Yeah, hosting the Oscar month off. <laughs> She had one of the worst jokes I've ever seen. It was like so hard to watch. I don't know if you guys saw this. What was it? But she was like, she was talking about like seat fillers. She's like, there's all these seat fillers. And yeah, she goes yeah, to Kristen it's... Dunst, who's like a actual actress. Like she's been in, she's like in Spider-Man and like other movies, I think. Yeah. And she was sitting there with her husband and she goes, Amy Schumer walks up and is like, oh, this is a seat filler. And like makes her stand up. Like doesn't even what? acknowledge who she is. And then just sits in her seat to talk to her husband. It, it was, was like a... super cringe and it was not funny at all. It was a stolen joke, for the record. From wow. I'm sure it was. It so was she steals like all the history jokes. of that. No, it was yeah. like a. I think it was supposed to be like a like a credit to the joke because Neil Patrick Harris did it when he hosted the Oscars. Like he did the seed filler joke, and I think she was trying to like imitate it. 
like uh, as it was it. Horrible. horrible i think it was supposed to be like uh this was a funny joke like let me give you your credit let me ruin it yeah <laughs> anyway losers what you got on so <clears throat> i just have one this uh week and it's coach k so we talked a lot about it um but he lost yesterday and i think everybody everybody alex was right everybody is a winner and we're also not only because of amy schumer but because we don't have to deal with coach k anymore um i liked uh i wanted to shout out when he said it's not all about me because that's one of the biggest pieces of cap i've ever heard in my life because it was always about him this whole last year was always about him um and i wanted to throw duke in general out there as well because they didn't shake hands with anybody so it was just a perfect way for duke and coach k to go out they went out just the most Duke way, every as po- like the most Duke way possible. We're gonna lose the game to a rival, and shake nobody's hand, and then Coach K is gonna make it all about him in the press conference and uh, touch Armando Baycott inappropriately. So, yeah, yeah, that was super. I mean, I would have done the same thing maybe, but it was really weird. For <laughs> if a coach you didn't to see the it. video, Coach K walks up to Baycott, gives him a little like head nod, and then he just grabs his boob. He just goes right for it. And then he, but then he slides it down, slides it down yeah. a little bit. It's a little, yeah, uh, on the border. And then he goes, he goes, I wish you played for me. That's what he says. It's Ooh, like oh, bizarre. That is weird. Weird. And then the way he shook his hand, like Phil said, he, he shook yeah. his hand like he's some peasant. He gave him like a dainty, like, <laughs> like don't a little, like, like, here's two fingers. I'm yeah. not going to give you a full five. <laughs> he didn't give him the index finger, which is the ultimate disrespect. Like, it's almost like a kiss my hand type situation, like bringing it yeah. up the way he brought it in. I'm, yeah. I'm petitioning when you say Coach K. From now on, I'm gonna say Coach Kingsbury, something like that. Like I just don't want to know him as Coach <laughs> yeah. K. He's Coach Mike. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah. Yep. That is a big loser, though. Shout out. I got three losers this week, and they're all teams. First team loser, wow. I got the Trailblazers because the Spurs have been in some big games, so I've been watching them and. Portland Trailblazers, what they are doing is one of the most shambolic tanks I've ever seen in my life. It's right up there with the Hinky Sixers. Here's everybody who played the the actual rotation they had on Friday night against the Spurs. Drew Eubanks, Brandon Williams, Greg Brown, Keon Johnson, Chris Dunn, CJ Ellaby, Kelgin Belvins, Reggie Perry, Didi Luzada, Elijah Hughes. That's everybody who played for Portland. I recognize maybe two of them if they yeah. walked past me on the street. That is an embarrassing lineup. You don't know Kelgen Belvin? Yeah, missed him. Missed his draft <laughs> year, I think. That must have been the problem. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he was a lottery pick, so I just yeah. must have missed out. Um, my second team loser this week, I got the Falcons. I did share this to the TikTok, but Deshaun Watson on his Instagram story laying out <laughs> all the Cleveland Brown jerseys. Forgot to, you know, exclude the Falcons jersey laying out on the foosball table. Just must have missed that one. The Falcons also, let me read you their wide receiver depth chart. This is a big reading segment. Here's literally what they have at receiver this coming year. Number one, Olmide Zacchaeus. He's the big ace in the room, the big dog. Number two, <laughs> Demir Bird. You know, the guy who did the bird with uh, Cam Newton. Number three, Chad Hansen, working the slots. Number four, Kaderil Hodge. Number five, Auden Tate. That's all their receivers. That's all the Falcons have right now. Those those are what they're rocking this year. Nice. Wow. I, lo- I love Zacchaeus drawing the number one DB every dime. Oh, he earned he it. Take it. He, <laughs> he earned, earned it, it dude. <laughs> yeah. He, he was the best. Uh-huh. And shout out to the Falcons. And then lastly, I got the Philadelphia Flyers. Quick hockey. There's this guy, Keith Yandel. He's played in 989 straight games in the NHL. It's the all-time record. So the Flyers have like 15 games left. He's he's probably going to retire. He's not very good. He needs 11 more games to play 1,000 in a row. They scratch him with 15 games to go. 
I understand like he's not that good, but your team's not going to the playoffs anyway. Just take somebody else out. Let this guy play to a thousand and then get him the round number. Like, I think this is just so bush league. Like, so I understand like it's the coach's decision, but at the same time, the organization should step up and be like, "Don't scratch this guy." Like, yeah. you, you're only looking bad by doing this. Yeah. You just keep, let him play it out. It's like you're not making the playoffs. You're not playing for anything. Who cares? Let the guy finish out the streak. So the Flyers yeah. haven't done anything right this year, and it it it, it was pretty disappointing to see because, like you said, they're not making the playoffs. They can afford to have Keith Yano play in eleven games, and also he's been playing this whole year. It's not like Oh, with 11 games left, you're like, wow, huge drop-off in his game. Like, we need to scratch him now. Like, yeah. he, he's been horrible. I'm like, there's no way he's had that big of a drop-off in his game. He hasn't been that great of a player last couple of years anyways. Um, but why not? As a franchise, you could literally have the only guy in NHL history to play a 1,000 <laughs> games while he's on your team. Yeah. Why, why would you say no to that? It's nothing but good PR if you let him it's do it. It's literally good PR. You'd have a great PR season in regards to Giroux playing his 1,000th game with you, and then you get Yandel playing his 1,000th consecutive game with you. So literally, yeah, they make no sense to me. And couldn't they just play him, like uh, like have him play the game and just play, like, play him like one minute? Yeah. You, they could do a Kessel. Is that possible? Do what Arizona yeah. did with Kessel. Literally, just put him out there for a shift. You don't, like, if you don't want to play him, so be it. Like, put another guy in, but just let the guy finish the streak. It's so dumb. It's yeah. embarrassing. It's a bad look. Yeah. So I, I'm out on the Flyers, and Karma's going to come back and hurt you for what you did. I'm just, I'm yeah. getting out in front of that. Yeah. What do you have for losers this week, Alex? Uh, it's your boy's favorite actor. We're at a little actor segment here. Our boy, Jared Leto. Mm. Loser. <laughs> Um, cause people are saying reviews are coming back that Morbius might be the worst movie ever created. Um, like I've seen, I haven't seen one review yet that's saying, wow, this movie's sick. Like every person I've seen on TikTok is like not holding anything back. They say this movie is just the worst, the worst Marvel movie by far. Like if it's not a Marvel movie, like it It is, is it's just, it's a, like it's so many Spider-Man's not one either. Man, yeah, like like the Sony Spider-Mans aren't, but they're different they are. than the Marvel ones. It's a like, Marvel. It's, it's, a Marvel not, movie. it's not made by Marvel Studios. That's... It's made in partnership with Marvel Studios. No, it's not. It's it's from the yeah. Marvel comics, not made nah. by Marvel Studios. So you can't yeah, disrespect Marvel. Well, Adam, like this is this is very selective of you. This would be like being like, oh, like Amari Cooper was never a cowboy. Like, yeah. no, like it's a Marvel it's, movie. It literally has nothing to do with Marvel Studios. It's just production Sony, companies. Sony, Columbia Pictures, Marvel <laughs> Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. No, Marvel Studios Let's has, go. has nothing Receipts. to do with this movie. I'm telling yeah. you. It's okay. not, it, you don't Cap. consider movies like this a Marvel movie. That's it's getting Cap. to the point, though, where the reviews are so bad that I think I have to go. No, right? I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. like, I need to spend like, money to watch this. Like, I actually might go see just how bad this is. Okay. And the picture of that guy who is like, <laughs> I only saw one other person in the theater and I accidentally <laughs> left the flash on. And it's just this guy, like, absolutely <laughs> shell-shocked with, like, his bad posture looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame, dude. That is a fire picture. Made me want to go just for that. But I'm not done yet. So not only did he star in maybe like the worst movie of all time, he also, let's not forget, he also starred in the worst DC movie of all time, Suicide Squad, with like horrible Joker performance. Like that thing was so bad. You guys remember his laugh? It yeah, was, yeah. I'm like, well, you sound like a freaking... Like a walker from Walking Dead. Like a walker from The Walking Dead, dude. I don't know what you're... Let's go. Like, Good that's, layup. Like, that's not off. a laugh. Yeah. Like, that's not a laugh. I don't know what kind of twist of acting you're doing, but... And then... And then also, 
Um, they're called the Razzies, which I think is just the worst. Um, it's like the Oscars, but for the worst. Yeah, like the worst. Yeah. Wi- but like, I, I, de- I decredit them because they gave worst actor to LeBron James in one of the best movies <laughs> I ever seen in my life, and he got voted. <laughs> Worst supporting actor for his performance in the House of Gucci. Now you saw House of Gucci, right? He was in that. There you go. There you go. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, yeah. I I, like he's that. in his mid fifties. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I looked it up he's... once. I was shocked. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Oh, yeah. Tough. So he's definitely a loser. That's a lot of bad movies. <laughs> Alex is really out on Jared Leto. All right, hot take of the week. <laughs> I'll go quickly with mine. It's a quick one from a Laker fan, which are always the best kind of hot takes of the week, but this one is really a flamer. He comes in and he says, the Lakers would be in the playoffs and have a much better record if LeBron sat the entire season and Russ got to do his thing from the start. So good good clean take to the hole there. Mm. Just airballed the finish. <laughs> I'm going to go with it wouldn't have been better for the team if LeBron sat out and Westbrook got to, quote, do his thing. What is Westbrook doing his thing look like these Triple days? Triple-double MVP, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it is, huh? Five years ago, maybe. Anyway, what you got hot take going? So mine comes from what I can only assume is a doctor on Twitter. Um, and he was, rea- <laughs> he was reacting to the Coach K news, and he had a very interesting take. He said, I have a feeling he drops dead from a heart attack or stroke within 18 months. Jesus That always Christ. seems to happen to workaholics when they retire. Duke was Whoa. his life for the past 40 years. Holy. So. <laughs> maybe so keep he's calling that a one shot. to yourself, bro. Holy. Like, you don't need to tweet that. Uh, which you have. All right. So kind of what I alluded to with my first sentence. Um, so my hot take is Devin Booker being MVP. Mm. Um, so they had some guys on ESPN, uh, Greeny, Michael Wilbon, Jalen Rose, and Stephen A. Smith. Um, all of them picked Giannis for MVP, which I'm fine with. I'm okay with Giannis being MVP. But our boy Stephen A. Smith might be eating some Vaseline, and he picked <laughs> Devin Booker as MVP. Now, like... I don't get, like, a lot of media people have been putting Denvin Booker as MVP. Like, I don't even think he's close to MVP. Um, And I've got a bunch. I'm just going to vomit stats on you guys here. You got the main guys are Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. Jokic's PER is 38.3. Giannis's is is 35.2, and Embiid's is 33.3. Devin Booker's PER is 23.8. Like, that's not even close. Is it like golf? Like, you want to be lower? Like, maybe? like maybe like maybe that's what they're thinking but as we all know per is basically how valuable you are on the court well draymond green would obviously have like 100 because he's so valuable yeah, but uh-huh. um we can't count him um more specifically for Jokic, he has the lowest usage rate among all mvp candidates and is the only player top 10 in rebounds points and assists Giannis is averaging 30 12 and 6 with the lowest minutes per game of all the mvp candidates and is a top three scorer in the league and you have Joel that leads the league in 30-point games, is second in clutch shooting, and didn't have Simmons for half the season. And Booker, well, best score on the best team, an 8-3 and three record without CP3. Well, I mean, you could look at the Nuggets record. They're 40-something and 30 and uh, don't have Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Or, or, Jaylen, or, or Jamal Murray. Um, so, And then another one here. On, on March 31st, Booker missed 16 shots in one game. And Jokic, over his last four games, has only missed 15 shots. So I can't, like, the whole Booker MVP stuff is ridiculous. Like, it's literally not even close. I'm okay with Giannis, Jokic, or Embiid winning. But the fact they're mentioning Booker as being the MVP is is is, is jokes. I think you can't cr- even crack the top three. No. So to suggest another person in there is, is ludicrous. It's just, you're just doing it because the Suns are so good, which I get. But at the same time, like... 
I mean, it, it's just not, it's like not he, accurate. Like, Devin Booker's a good scorer. Like, that's all I can say. Like, he's not at the point where he is the most valuable player in the league where, like, it's it's ludicrous to me. So It's got to uh, be, in my opinion, it's got to be Jokic. Me too. Yeah, I don't want to be too. biased. I want it to be Jokic too. <laughs> but I also don't mind Giannis Rambid winning it. But people yeah. vying for Devin Booker to win MVP, that makes no sense. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I think it's got to be Jokic at this point. Yeah. It, look at who he's playing with. Adam and I went to yeah. see the Nuggets. And <laughs> Adam, do you remember a, and Jokic didn't play the game? Do you remember a single Nugget that day? It was so sad to watch. It was Their sad. key player was Will Barton. That's that's how bad it was. <laughs> Giannis so. felt it was like Giannis like playing in a playground, kind yeah. of like with a bunch of kids. He only played so. twenty five minutes. It was like I'm just coming in when you guys like start to feel some heat, and I'll just score a quick ten and then check out again. He's playing with yeah. guys that on other teams would be like on the bench, like maybe getting minutes. Yeah, like Austin Rivers might get minutes on like the Celtics. Like, it's but true. Might, maybe won't. Yeah, but he's like a key player for the Nuggets. It's like, like oh no, like Austin we Rivers need is out Austin tonight. Today. Yeah, no, I swear. I think Jokic and Luca do the most with the least yeah. out of any players yeah. in the league for yeah. sure, in my opinion. Yeah. So that was my hot take. I had to get that out there. Respect it. All right. Well, we're done. I would say it's a ten. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. epi. Yeah, great episode. Good stuff. First couple of days of April. How'd they go for you in the North, Owen? Good weather's nice, so that's good. Good. Like that's people listening to the show probably know Edmonton's weather probably better than a lot of the people here. Because <laughs> we talk about it so much. Yeah, we do. But it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's been it's been a good time. Good. Love it. I like it. I like yeah. April. April's a good month. Let's go playoff time. Start of summer for some. April. April might be a top four month. April's like my eleventh month. I'd oh say. my Whoa, What a garbage take. You you maybe you... May. Where do you put May? Oh, May is top. up. May is like top two. Top three. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. May's a May's great huge. month. May is a Dude, fantastic April month. is just the end of your semester, like exams, all of that. It's just not fun. No, well, fun. you're missing, you're skipping some key details. Like, it is a grind, no. but at the same time, like, when you're done, it's weather. pretty rewarding, and the weather yeah, but you're yeah. when you're done, the corner. Exactly. When you're done, it's May 1st. That's when I finish my exams. So that's, that's why May 1 like is better. People. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's arguing. So you're just that... sleeping on April 30th, then? <laughs> no, because... <laughs> Never mind. Adam, we're not arguing that like May is better than April. I'm just saying you got to put some more respect on April. No, the yeah. reason May is so good is because April sucks, in my opinion. No. That's so crazy. what? You like February's yeah. like sick for you? Yeah, you love February? Love, big November guy? There's no way you have January over April. All day. That is hot. That is a New Year. awful what? take. This it's guy fine. just, that's a Booker what? MVP take of months. Yeah, that's like garbage. no stresses in January. It's just what? No stresses what? at all. It's the start of the semester. The weather exactly. sucks. Exactly. Start it of is the semester is the most chill. My birthday is pretty sick. Phil's birthday, New Year, like everything's fresh. It's nice. Okay, what's your number one month? What's everyone's uh, number one month? July. 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 Or June. Are we taking June, June or are we taking July? I'm a July. I, I'm a, I'm sorry, I might probably I'm take July. I'm a June. My I birthday's might go in June. June, so let's go. I'm a I June. might go June. July is like too late. It feels yep. like it's kind of ending. July. No, July. June August. is the peak. I still got that buffer. <laughs> June is the peak, <laughs> dude. 
it's june because in, Ju- in july you're like oh it's basically the end but then in june you're like well we still have july so you're not even thinking about the end of the summer well exactly in june you're like i got july and august but with july you're only like oh i only have august this is what i'm yeah. saying i'm gonna do this in a very nice comparison april is like rookie lebron May is uh-huh. like, you know, like about to leave the Cavs, LeBron. June is like Miami and early Cleveland, LeBron. July is uh-huh. like end of Cleveland, LeBron. Like, it's like, oh, this is heat. Like, he's not winning anymore. And then August is just Laker, LeBron. Like, August sucks. I don't even like Lake. I don't even like yeah, August. August, is so August doesn't suck, but. No, August is so dead. August, August is, is just the sad month. <laughs> exactly. Don't act I'm like taking April over August. every single day in August. Yeah, don't like, act yeah. like oh, only 10 more yeah. days. Do you like waking up on August 26th? You actually like doing that? It's like, oh yeah. my God, there's five days left. That's And dude, sucks. late August is actually cold too. It's not even nice weather at that point. Yeah, it's true. It's windy kind of like heat. Like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. No, June is the best. June is unequivocally yeah. the best. Best weather, longest days. June is awesome. Yeah. I yeah. love June. But I have a. do you have a favorite day of the year? Like, an, like a singular day? Because for mm. me, without fail, every year, Canada Day is the best day on the calendar. Which is in ah, July. Which is in July. Pitch. But July it's basically one, June. Adam. It's basically yeah, July. <laughs> nah, it's, it's June. It marks the start of July. Let's nah, go. dude, it's June. In 4th of July. That's a June. Yeah. yeah, but you're like pumped on whatever the last, what, June 30th? Yeah. You're pumped. You're like, dude. it's literally Canada Day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. How sick or can it get? Yeah. No, June is awesome, and and Ju- <laughs> July first is just nah. a, a little eyebrow away from being in June. If I'm if I'm June, I'm 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 annexing July first. Like we're claiming that. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. for June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we're gonna count July first as June to help your argument. But then when I say I like May, Alex goes, "Oh, what about you're just not counting April 30th? What? Like I I'm gonna count. You can take April 30th. Because, June is no, still better because we're. Because we'll July and June are top months regardless. It, there's not much of a difference, but you can't put May like the second and then April like literally last. Yeah. yeah. There's no, no way. I, yeah. April 30th. No, there's the a way. There's connective tissue there. Yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Not you just said you would take April 30th. How is there not connective tissue if you're going to take it? I'm... Ooh, why do you want to take April 30th? Yeah. Okay, I'm done. He... Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, get bossed. Let's go. I, hate, I just hate April. Okay. We're not enough to not take April 30th. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any exams this year on April 30th, but I'm sure I have at one point. So, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. No, I'm a firm June number one, but it's all, I love all the summer months. Yeah. It's, you know, it's fun Mm -hmm. to argue between them, but. I love them all yeah. except for August. And can we all agree November is the worst month? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unequivocally, okay. well, unequivocally, Thanksgiving awful. football. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's a one good day the in there. The other it's thirty the might yeah. suck though. <laughs> no, November is like the worst. Yeah, November's yeah. not it for me. I hate it. It's like the days are starting to get shorter. It's just there's nothing to look forward to. It's like oh, like yeah. you officially said goodbye to warm weather. Like, yeah. You know, you get the odd day in October where you're like I could pop out some shorts, but. Yeah, and you're like not close enough to Christmas. Exactly. February so, kind of sucks too. Yeah, February, yeah. February might be my second worst. February, November, I think have the to worst. be at the back. January could be at the back for a lot of people. I understand that, but at the same time, yeah, winter like break. winter break, yeah, New Year's, yeah, playoff football, yeah, like yeah, there's some possible. Well, February is Super Bowl, so that's why I'm giving one November the edge over November. Literally but then it's also day. the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, but if you think about it, I'd probably only give February one day. the edge over November. 
Yeah, I got to uh you know what, what, we should what happens do? in November? Literally like Thanksgiving's fine, but it's not. But like, we don't get it. Yeah. yeah and we don't even Day. get it. So if we were Day. American, it would be Black better. Friday. Well, Black Friday. Day. Like once again, the US. Yeah, I mean there's some stuff well, here. We it's not it crazy. Here. We should do Cyber a month's Monday? draft though. That's what we should do. Three picks each. Yeah. Draft yeah. some months. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh huh. Adam's shaking his head because Adam's first pick would probably be March. So go. It would suck. Yeah. Uh-huh. March is a great month. March Madness alone makes you sick. Oh, it's going to take March in the draft. The best part of March Madness isn't even during March. No, the best part of March Madness is the first, is the first weekend. I, I like guess first... it is the first two days. Yeah. But I'm just saying, why don't they just shift it back a week and have it it's... all be during March? Uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, well, that'll do. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys again on, what would it be, Thursday? Let's go. I don't know what we'll talk about. Maybe something great will happen. You never know. All right. Peace.